You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, welcome to the Starcastic Remarks Studios. My name is Ryan, and along with Chris, we are the Starcastic Remarks Podcast. We follow the Dallas Stars for the THPN. Please go and use the promo code THPN next time you go and use the DraftKings app. They are our sponsor for our podcast and our entire hockey podcast network. We just got done with our first, uh, our very first watch along together, Chris. Uh, we did a watch along on the thpn youtube channel and uh that was a lot of fun what, what did you think just yeah, a great game to do it on i mean awesome come from behind win by the stars so just we're, we're gonna try to make this short sweet to the point because one we're tired two it's after midnight and three we were on camera for like two almost three hours so uh what's your initial thoughts coming out of this game tonight chris uh my initial thoughts is that we deserved the points and we got them, which we didn't do last game. So it was, it was very good and good again to see us showing the heart that we have the second half of the season and coming from behind in the third period. And even when you and me weren't confident, like we talked about during our watch along in the stars, the stars were still confident in themselves and they got it done and they took care of business in the third period. And it was very well done with some very nice goals. All three of our goals were very good. Anaheim's goals were kind of fluky, and ours were all nice. So we, we gave them more wiggle room than we would have liked, but we got it done. GG, boys. As Troy says on Facebook, thank you, Troy, for listening, man. We appreciate you listening and staying up late with us tonight. All right. Uh, obviously, biggest storyline coming into tonight's game is the fact that uh, Mara Haskinen is back from mononucleosis so he no longer well he might have mono or some some lasting effects on it still have it yeah but he is in the lineup for the dallas stars in this game tonight uh what did you think of his play tonight specifically he was very good we talked about uh how much we missed him on power plays and just zone entries in general and man he was all over that he's just so buttery smooth with the stick handles he can get around anybody at least one time He's just amazing. So good. They said in the pregame they're going to try and keep him to 18 minutes. Looks like he got up to 20. Um, Literally four seconds. Don't love that because mono really is a thing where if you overexert yourself, it's compromising your immune system. So you you need to make sure your immune system is strong enough to fight it off. And if he gets too overexerted like that, it could reset him and you'll have to go back on some heavy medication again. So we do want to make sure that he's brought back into it slowly. So that's not great, but it should be, should be fine. All right. uh, Let's go ahead and do our biggest winner and biggest loser for tonight. Do you want me to go first? Would you like to go first? Uh, I'll go first with biggest winner. Okay. Go for it. Biggest winner is a loser. It's Gibson. Gibson was outstanding. The game should have been six to two. 
honestly. It really should have been 6-2. to two. And he was just outstanding. So many gigantic saves tonight. He was the only reason they were close, especially during the third period when the Stars were just all over him. What a great performance by Gibson. That was my biggest winner tonight. By far was my biggest winner. And I, I have to... I mean, how many times do we mention his name in the watch along tonight? Too many. I, I mean, too many <laughs> times. And I mean, th- there got to a point to where I literally did this with my mic. I moved it up and I sat there and I went uh-huh, and screamed at the top of my lungs because I, I could not believe that he made that save. I walked away. <laughs> yeah, Chris literally almost walked out of the room. So just, you know, and I feel for the guy. I really feel for the guy. He's a fantastic goaltender. Probably could be winning Vesna trophies. No, and he's disagree. stuck he's stuck on one of the worst teams in the NHL right now. Yeah. Well, no, I take that back. He's not one of it is, it, I mean, he, he they're not down there with Arizona and the Seattle. The second half and, of the year they've, they've been, been they've been rough, but the first half was very good. The second half is as bad as it gets. Since you since we only gave one word, I'll give I had another one in mind too. I'm going to give it to Jacob okay. Peterson. Game-winning goal was scratched. Two, ga- two goals in three games. Two goals in three games was scratched just last week. That just shows how ridiculous that that healthy scratch was. So, love to see Jacob Peterson scoring that game-winning goal. I would like to see Stu Deachin still, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Hard to make that statement tonight with Fox's first goal. But Yep, right. Yeah. And then my biggest loser... Uh, I think we both have the same one. I have an I have a real obvious one. Can I say mine yeah, first? Yeah, we'll let you do the obvious one, I think. Okay. And you can think of another one. Yeah. Uh my biggest loser for tonight was once again Alexander Radulov. But not for his defensive miscues. For his offensive miscues. How many times did we say during the watch along tonight, Rad's with an opportunity? Rad's with an opportunity. Rad's with an opportunity. At the end of the second period. I don't know how you don't score that. And so Radulov had so many opportunities, only two shots on goal tonight. Only two of them hit the net. He had more scoring chances than he had shots on goal. goal. Definitely. No doubt. Yeah. And I mean, at least five. and And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. At least five good scoring chances. And of those five, probably two or three should have gone in the back of the net. And one of the two one or two of them was just because uh, Gibson was standing on his head and doing Gibson things, but he's my biggest loser tonight. Yeah. it, And honestly, in my opinion, just from bad shooting from him. So he, he's paid $6 million to finish and to score. He's not paid $6 million to get good chances. Well, Chris, uh, he's not finished. He's Russian. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Dad jokes for the win. My <laughs> biggest loser will go to <laughs> Anaheim's defense. There was numerous times where they were just puck chasing, puck watching, and gave us very good chances because of it. So, I mean, that's pretty much how we score both of our goals in the third period is just from defensemen not being in the right place. So, Anaheim's defense is the biggest loser for me. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and get into Troy's comment over here too because I think it's a good good, uh, stepping stone to what we could talk about more on Radulov. Not for the lack of trying. Okay, I agree. I can agree with you there. Not for a lack of trying. Ease up on my boy. Poor guy just can't get it to connect. They were good chances. Okay, so here's my argument. So, so I'll go first, and I'll let you see if you agree with me or not, or maybe you'll totally disagree with me. 
it, it's great that he's he's trying hard. You can see that. Roger Love always tries hard. And sometimes he tries too hard and it gets him in trouble and he gets him in penalty trouble. Which he hasn't done this um, season, actually. He's done well with that. I don't know. He's he's still he still has a lot of penalty minutes and and I don't know. Consistently I see him in the box, but regardless, that's not the point. The thing that's frustrating with me when it comes to Radulov is the fact that he makes six million dollars. Okay. I know he's 36 or 37 or whatever he is, but Joe Pavelski is also older than that and is just as productive. And is making it, less just money. as productive. More productive. And is is making a little bit more money. He's making one million dollar more. He signed for less though, didn't he? I don't think so. What did he sign for? I can't remember. That was last week. Well, he, he signed for five point five next season, but this season that's he's, what I was saying. He's making he signed okay, yes. for less when he's right. producing right now. <laughs> right, and and that's the thing that's hard for me to overlook as a Stars fan. And I mean, and and it's in it, to Radulov's credit, and in his defense, it's not just Radulov. It's Ben and it's Sagan too. So the old big, so the old big three, all three of those guys, it's hard for us not to, as stars fans, when you look at how much money they make, not to get on them more often. And And you can say your argument. I agree with you on, on all fronts. That's pretty much what I was going to say, but you can say that Ben and Sagan are worse because they're not even getting chances right now. Mm -hmm. Rads is the one getting chances and Ben Sagan tonight pretty much invisible honestly in my opinion they mm-hmm. didn't really do much of anything so that's not good and i think if Raj- a lot of people are saying that we need to sh- to scratch radulov because a couple of times after scratches he's scored hat tricks <laughs> but or two I goals don't, yeah i don't think that's the way to do it because he's still nobody else gets the chances that rads gets so if you just switch out him and student each student each isn't going to be in those same spots that rads is in Rads is just he is a goal scorer and he knows where to go to score goals. He he's just, just not getting it he's right just not now. Not finding the net right now. So, so scratching him is not going to do anything. You say okay, so because that's what I said a, a couple of games ago is that Radulov deserved to be scratched. That was on his defensive miscues. On those, I w- agreed with, but right. for offensive miscues, scratch isn't going to do anything. I mean, he's trying as hard as he can out there. He's just missing the net. And, and Gibson also did did make some big saves on he stoned him, him on one the other one was the other shot he had he kind of hit put the post it right into, well or, was that yeah yes that was regular too but then he had another Goodness one gracious. that he just shot straight into those to his logo so that's why we're a little hard on rads but we won the game let's stop talking about rads yep. moving on roddick fought the fourth line showing me up first goal <laughs> of the game after a pretty good stars first period talk about that ryan Fox, uh, it was just a great. I didn't even realize it went in. For a second, I thought Gibson made the save, <laughs> and it was actually just a really good. And it's not like he had to do a whole bunch of deking, but it was a good move by Fox, and he tucked it behind him. It was great, fantastic goal by him. Good pass by Raffle and Glenn Denning with both the assists. Fox with a great, athletic, offensive play. I gotta shut my mouth for a little bit on them. I think that was a great goal <laughs> after a pretty good first period as well. The Stars put on a lot of pressure. We talked about how we need to execute when we get that pressure in first periods. They did it tonight, so kudos to them. That's what we needed on the on the road team. Yep, I honestly thought we had the the better first period than the Anaheim Ducks. I thought we were the better team, and yep. for a while I thought we weren't going to get anything out of that first period because we had chances. We had lots of chances. 
And uh, it that Fox goal was really let off from the power play that we got yeah. earlier in the period. And I think that helped us get a little bit. And I also just got to say this too. Vakanainen, that's like the greatest name ever for a hockey player who plays for the Anaheim Ducks. But anyway, he had a good first period. But anyway, uh, Chris, you want to tell us about the second goal in the second period? No. all right well i'll do it Derek grant scores from who other than zegris oh that guy oh my gosh four minutes this was they talked about in the broadcast how this is the first time we played the ducks since 2020 and january of 2020 yeah and i hadn't watched a full game with zegris in it that dude is legit he's He's legit He's so good. Super creative with the puck. He can fly. It was super fun to watch him. He reminds me a lot of uh, Kaprizov, but a younger Kaprizov. Mm. Kaprizov can make those creative plays and can dangle and do that sort of thing. I think Zegers does it to another level even. Zegers reminds opinion. me of Zegers because he dishes. Zegers, Zegers is just Zegers. <laughs> he's he's cre- I agree he's creative as like Kaprizov is, but he's creative with assists. I mean, he just finds ways to get point. people That's to puck, point. to draw attention to himself, and then dish it off. He's he's awesome at that. Love it. And honestly, uh, that goal was just, it, it wasn't even a shot, right? The first yeah. one, it wasn't even a shot. It just went off Lindell's uh, skate. And, 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 you know, I'm sure they talk about this, that as a defenseman, don't be in that spot. Because you know... And I mean, it's happened a lot for the stars that, you know, things have careened off of us and I've gone in, uh, into our net. And uh, is that something that we should harp on Lindell for or or not? It has happened to Lindell, especially a lot, too. But then you go further on in the game and Lindell makes three or four key defensive plays. Right. So, and, and and so he makes up for it. And so you can't you can't get so on to him. For yes, it. he's in the wrong spot. Air quotes. But mm-hmm. he's so good defensively. He's probably thinking about. Uh, there's probably he has probably has a great reason for why he was in that spot too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's can't, just can't get it's, it's a lucky much. goal by them. It is what it's going to come down to. Um, Rads would have another chance about a minute and a half after that. Anaheim would have a chance a minute later. Otter would make a great save. It was Zegris with the shot, of course. Um, and then eleven and a half minutes, uh, Anaheim sent it to the front, and it was just very scrambly that was one of the words that razor used uh and it, it wasn't scrambly in the first period but it was definitely scrambly the in the second, second period opened up a lot yeah and of course what happens in the period the stars lose the period two to nothing right stars are not a good scrambly so team. the second the second goal was by troy terry who is came out of nowhere uh he scores his 31st of the year from Derek grant and Trevor Zegers. So it's that first line again for the Anaheim Ducks who makes it happen. And they're up two to one. Um, you know, I, I know it was, I think they said it was a knuckle puck was, I think what Josh Bogorod called it, but it was still a great shot. I mean, it, it yeah. hit the, he, he tapped the corner with far that post, shot. Far post and in good shot. Probably a little lucky with the little knuckle action. Cause Razor was pointing out how Otto would have had it if he didn't have that drop at the end, which you could see in super slow-mo. But, yeah, it's it's still a good shot. 
The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 years of age or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And we should also mention that uh, early on in the second period, the, the Ducks were on their toes and the Stars were on their heels. 100%. This whole first 10 minutes, honestly, was mostly Ducks. We talked about that one chance that Rad's had, and that was pretty much it between the two goals. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the Ducks were all over us. But then after this Troy Terry goal, that's when it kind of opened up. There's a lot of back and forth and a lot of great saves. Uh, Pavelski would miss the net at one point. Hockenpah actually hit the post. It was actually a pretty good shot by Hockenpah. We don't really get to say that a lot, but uh, it was a good post by him. Like... It was a good response by the Stars after that goal. Yes, it, it was. It's just why, why can't we see that when it's tied rather than when the Stars are behind a goal? And I, I feel like yep. we see that more often when they're behind a goal than when it's tied. Almost never happens when it's tight. I agree. I I noticed Hockenpah shooting a lot recently. Anytime he gets the puck, I love to see a Hockenpah clapper, even just a wrist or on net. I think it's a really good thing, especially when he's playing on a D pairing that's not going to be as offensive. Just getting it on net is is huge, especially for this team that scores so much in the slot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, after those two good chances by Pavelski and Hockenpah, the Ducks would actually have a lot of chances here as well. And it was about three or four shots that uh, two got through, and Otter made really good saves on those two. Um, and then five thirty-five, just again, I scream. Gibson, holy crap, makes it an amazing save. Um, Fifteen seconds later, he does it again. This time against Tense, one of our one of our best forwards. And then I wrote this too: is in that second period when it was kind of scrambly. What's this? thing that most teams have over the Dallas Stars. It's speed. Just generally throughout their lineup, they j- teams typically have more speed than the Stars do. Now, do the Stars have speed, guys? Yeah, we do. We have Hints, we have Garyanoff, uh, Studenich, I would put in that category. Uh, I'd say the same thing with uh, Glenn Denning. But that part of the game is really the part of the game that the Anaheim Ducks want to focus on. Mm. And with the chaotic nature of that second period and the speed that we saw in that second period, it was full advantage Anaheim Ducks at that point. Yeah, definitely. That that wide open play really played into their into their style. Later on, th- Rads would have a third chance, and I, at this point, I started keeping track of it. <laughs> uh, Gibson with a save. Uh, three minutes and forty seconds. The Stars were just swarming with a ton of chances. And uh, Pavelski had a chance, and then Gibson. And, and, and we should mention this chance as well, that this chance was out of midair. It's not like this was on Pavelski's stick. It was out of midair. Pavelski is able to whack it with this stick with as good as his hand-eye coordination is, and Gibson is still able to make the save. Just yeah. 
I mean, full windmill, beautiful save, absolutely amazing. And again, we're saying Gibson's name like ten times here in the last ten minutes of yeah. the third of the second period, which the Stars did play better in the in the last little bit of the second period. Yeah, they really did. I really thought they were going to tie it up in that second period, even. But that those big saves were crazy by Gibson. Just in, in, insane. Like, I mean, if you put that guy on the Toronto Maple Leafs, oh. That's a scary team. Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> it, like immediately is a scary team. And and you know, no offense to Marc Andre Fleury or to Jack Campbell, but I mean that John Gibson that we saw tonight on a playoff team is extremely scary. Uh a minute forty five, Gibson with more amazing saves, and then six seconds remaining in the second period. Rads with his fourth chance goes off the post. Which and then you could see him going off the ice and he's just completely hacked off. Yep. Just two two off the post for one guy. Yep. So it I mean it was a it was a bad second period and then it was a good second period if that makes any sense. It yep. it was bad to start off with and then when when uh, Anaheim got their one goal lead, then the Stars figured out oh crap we have to win this game this is one of the games we got to win and they and started playing better. And kudos to the Ducks they played really well at one point in the game 10 minutes the first two minutes of the second period and they capitalized twice their first line did so kudos to them on scoring when they had the chances and with a goalie like gibson you can probably afford to win like that sometimes right you know thankfully for the stars that didn't happen but uh he, he i mean he can do that so going into the third period, uh, Max Comtois, who actually led the Ducks in scoring last year, he's had a rough year this year. He had a chance, but Otter had a good save there. Um, 15 and a half minutes remaining in the third. There was a two-on-one for the Ducks, and then this is where Lindell makes up for the off-the-skate goal. Uh, he makes a amazing play defensively, and mm-hmm. and we both mentioned it on the uh, on the watch-along while we were watching it. Uh I mean, he was full spread out. It looked like they were going to score. It really did. Yeah. And if he hadn't have done that, maybe this game doesn't end up being a 3-2 stars win. Maybe this is a 3-1, you know, Anaheim lead at this point. Yeah, it's a huge defensive play. And that's something that, like, advanced analytics aren't really in Lindell's favor. But that's something that analytics isn't going to show you. A, a, a big defensive stop like that in the third period when you need to get going that that's huge. And it's not like the stars came out bad in the third period. It was, it was a much more even period than the second period was or even the first period. The the first five minutes were pretty even. Yeah. Yes, very much so. And here it is again, stars go on the power play with about 15 minutes remaining. And Robertson would have a wraparound chance towards the end of it, but it was no goal. Gibson made a, a good save. And then with 13 re- minutes remaining just after the power the power play expires, Gibson again with two more amazing larceny mastodonic saves, whatever insert adjective here saves that was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, and, and at then, that point I said that the stars aren't gonna win <laughs> after those two mm-hmm. saves. I, I thought and I believe Gibson was gonna build that wall and shut it down. So glad we broke it right after i said that go ahead ryan <laughs> he's gonna build the wall and make mexico pay for it right no um <laughs> but anyways uh hints would finally break through after the first goal back in the first period 
He would get the goal in the slot. It was from Robo, I believe, and it would tie the game two to two. And it's exactly what we needed. And it's the the same guys coming in with clutch goals for the Dallas Stars. Great play, great shot, great execution. That's why those guys are the best on the team. And we mentioned when we were getting frustrated because we couldn't score, the first line has to score for us to win games. That's and exactly they did, what and happened. We win the game. So. And then here's another big thing that happened right after that goal. Uh, the Stars very much started pushing a little bit more, and they they're getting a little bit more offensive, uh, offensively creative. But when they did that, then their defense started coming in down deeper, and then Otter made two really, really big saves, which kept this game tied. So yeah, maybe Otter wasn't like the greatest. You know, it, it wasn't like his best showing or anything. He didn't well, he have to be tested too much. Yeah, yeah. That that was the other thing I was gonna say. His he he didn't face a bunch of high quality shots, especially after the first period. Uh, well, I guess after the the ten minute mark of the second period. But yeah. when when it was needed, he came out big with two big saves, and that's he made something a we of big saves. He made them at opportune times, which is important, and he's definitely a reason that the Stars won the game tonight. Um, Anaheim had a mini push right after that. And then finally, our man, Jacob Peterson, the rookie, he gets his 12th of the season from John Klingberg. So John Klingberg is up on the scoring sheet again. And Peterson gives a up yours to Rick Bonus, his second goal in three games. What did you think of the goal? Crazy. Love that. It's Peterson who does it. And every time he gets a scoring chance, he's buried it. I haven't seen a Peterson chance that wasn't in the back of the net. And that's why he has to stay on the ice. Like if you have a guy that is that good at executing and you're a team that sucks at executing, you got to do it. And just the play by Klinger too. He drew both guys towards him. It was a great pass too. It, it was a beautiful I pass. I think it was on his backhand that he dished it off and got the mini breakaway for Peterson. So yeah, great play, great play for both of those guys. Like you said, up yours to Rick Bonus from Peterson. No chance he should have ever been scratched on earth. Idiotic decision. That goal proves it right there. He's not going to get scratched for the rest of the season. He better not. And unless they pull a, a freaking Cole Caulfield like uh, Dominic Ducharme did in the playoffs, which if that happens, there will be riots from Dallas Stars fans, at least from the hardcore Dallas Stars fans. Uh, you, me, Josh, Sam, some other bigger. Everyone here. <laughs> everyone here, yeah, yeah. Everyone here that's staying up with us at twelve thirty at night on a on a school night. So everyone on the podcast, even if you're listening to Stars Podcast, you're a diehard. Sorry yep. if you want to be fair with it. It's too late now. You've gone too deep. <laughs> yep, you're in too deep. Cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying nope. to demonetize my part of my yeah. hand. <laughs> Instead of going the- okay, oh, you're I'm- really gonna get us copyrighted. Right. Anyways, uh Peterson, we, that would be a breakaway. It was backhand five hole, three two stars. At that point, I'm like, okay, okay, Dallas Stars, you're making me believe. And that's dangerous. <laughs> Very dangerous. So later on, Suter would have a chance, believe it or not. And we both said, where did this Ryan Suter come from? Yeah. Like he was in front of the net. As a def- as a defensive defenseman, he's mostly a defensive defenseman. No. But yeah, now he is. But the the fact that he was, you know, making some offensive chances, great for him. I love to see yeah. that. Need to see he's it more. Going coast to coast on that one. 
Um, Hints would have another chance with about four minutes remaining, and Otter with some really big saves and six on five. Zegris with a chance at the end. How did he see that? It was a shot that was almost underneath the red line, like in the star's zone, and it almost creeped over Otter's shoulder and into the net. How? Off the crossbar. Crazy. I was dumbfounded. I was completely dumbfounded that it Befuddled. even I, I heard it. Confuzzled. Crazy. Confoodled. Stars Never... win the game three to two after that miss. Great comeback win by the Stars. Important two points. Move back into the second wild card spot with games in hand on Vegas. It's still scary being on the bubble, but you can't really be in a better position on the bubble bubble than the stars are right now. So we can take some solace in that at least. Really quick, some uh, comments tonight. And oh, I want, I got comments I wanted you to bring up. Bring up Ardell's last comment. Uh, which one? Dallas Stars are now officially 500 road team. This tweet from Josh Bogorod following tonight's game. The Stars are 12, 4, and 1 in their last 17 road games. That's the fourth best road record in the NHL over that span of time. And now we can't win at home. <laughs> so we talked about how if our roads stuff it just becomes average we'll be a playoff team and it's been more than average we've been very good so we need to win those games in hand and we'll be perfectly fine uh they mentioned troy terry had seven goals in 48 games last year and 31 so far this year i got an itch that pd may be on the same route that's an interesting thought that's a good idea that is a good th- that's a put that's a oh you know what i actually had this i actually had this thought uh when i was when we were talking about the peterson goal but it i mean joe pavelski is not going to be around forever right he's at least around for one more year i like where you're going with this. which could we <laughs> Could you see him on the top line with Jason Robertson? He definitely could. Kind of the same kind of player. He just kind of ends up in the right place and he finishes every chance he gets. I like it. We'll see. That's a good, uh, it's a good post or off season topic to bring up. So we'll keep that in mind. I also wanted you to bring up uh, Troy Rain's other comment that he made uh, about Hawk and Paw. Yeah. And this guy was our third pair guy. He doesn't feel like it at all right now. He feels as good as Alexiak was last year, honestly. Maybe less of he doesn't have the offense, but his defense and his physicality right now is super strong. He looks super confident. The penalty kill he's outstanding on, obviously. Been loving him. Great. He 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 might be the best pickup of the of the uh off last season. off season. After Holby's injured, but yeah, yeah, great play it's by him. Not Holby's fault that he's that. That's not the case. He he should be it honestly because the the way he's played. But yeah. if he wasn't injured, he would be. But yep. Uh, James, hey buddy, hope you feel better. He wanted to join tonight, but he wasn't feeling good. But anyway, James says it's so nice to see this team believe in themselves again. I feel like we haven't been in this mindset for a long time. And we've been saying that for the past, like, 20 games. I mean, this team really is just finding ways to win, even when it looks like we found a way to lose. <laughs> so, and that's something that we talked about that we couldn't do in the beginning of the season. We just, we weren't fighting back early enough. We were waiting until the last 10 minutes of the game to fight back. This team, at the 10-minute at the mark of the second period, we were down. We were like, okay, 
it can't happen. We can't lose to the Ducks. And they turned it around. They would have turned it around quicker if it wasn't for Gibson. But they did it eventually. They took care of business. They won against a lesser team. Let's do it again on Thursday. And this really makes me think about uh, some of the games that we've seen recently where they've lost, but they still looked good in the losses, right? Mm -hmm. So I know they lost against the New York Islanders. It wasn't the best game for the Stars, but they still played better than they did in previous weeks. And then the other loss I'm looking at is that Vancouver loss. I mean, Demko was just big for, for the Vancouver Canucks that night. And, I mean, it's not like we didn't have chances. We just didn't bury them that night. So the losses that we're getting in the last week and a half, I would say, is really, really good to see. They've been good losses. They've yeah, been good. It's not like we're handing points away. The, the, yeah. the loss before that, the Toronto game, 4 to nothing, that was, that was really bad. But, That's the only one we could think of in in recent memory, really. Right, so. and then and then the seven to four New York Rangers loss no, that was weird. whatever. The the Nashville <laughs> game we lost two to one. We should have won that game. Yep. It just went. To, it just. I mean, again, UC Saros was just really it, good for them. And maybe there's something to be said about learning how to win against a goalie who's hot too. Because I mean, Gibson was on. He was he just was as good as uh, as Vancouver's goalie was the other night, uh, Dimko. So maybe we're learning how to play against goalies like that too. So like what the stars are doing recently feels really good. Miro coming back feels really good. Oh, does it ever oh feels like stuff's clicking right now. I like it. We got to take well, care of business on the, uh, sorry, real quick before we go to that. It okay. feels, it feels good to me because we have bad teams ahead of us too. Mm-hmm. We have to take care of that business though. I mean, the stars are known to, play down to their opponents and we can't do that. We have to play them like the playoff games because they they are. We're not going to get in if we play down to those teams. The only team in the next 2 weeks, this week and next week that is above the playoff line that we will be playing is Toronto and that's next Thursday. And that's it. Every other team for the next 6 games is you know under the playoff line. Anaheim, San Jose, Seattle, New York Islanders, uh, the Devils, Chicago. I mean, you, these are games that statistically we should win because we're the t- statistically higher team in the Western Conference. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, last comment for tonight, and then we gotta we're gonna close up shop or a little earlier here tonight. Uh, power play has to improve if the Stars want to make any noise. A, def- a defensive team needs to score on special teams, and I agree with you 100% on that. It, we used to have a really good special teams at the beginning of the season, and it's kind of dropped off in both categories since the yeah. beginning of the season. I would say not even a defensive team needs to score on special teams. A special teams team needs to score on special teams. <laughs> That's what we were good at. There's no reason why it should have gone down. I mean, honestly, I think Miro's going to help that a lot. Obviously, even the zone entries tonight looked a lot better. We had a lot better chances tonight. Um, good cycle going. Not a lot of shots, actually, which is concerning. But that's an easy fix. You just say shoot more. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to at least get a little bit better with Miro coming back. Yeah, and we just need to take care of our opportunities when we get them. Because especially on the road when we're a defensive team, you, I mean, I mean, power plays is one of those one of those opportunities that we have to take advantage of. And, and we, we need to see that more. That's going to be our theme until the end of the season. Take yep. care of your opportunities because we have the best opportunity as a team to get into the playoffs as someone in the bubble. We have games in hand, we have a weak schedule, and we have pretty much all of our players healthy. 
mm-hmm. now that Miro's back. We're in the best need position. Holby would be the only person you would need back. Well, and Wedgwood already looks and like he's, he's been good. Be yeah. Great. So we have all the right stuff. Take care of your opportunities. That comes down on, on the guys on the ice. They got to do it and they can do it and they should do it. All right. We'll be back with you guys again on, on uh, Thursday night. Uh, same thing, same place. Second verse, same as the first uh, Anaheim at nine o'clock. We'll be same with time, you guys. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's a late game, but we'll get used to it this week, and then uh, it'll get better after that. So, sleep. It, it's it, it's so nice to not be a part of the 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 Pacific Division anymore. I know you're too young to remember that. No, I remember I, it. Oh, I, I, remember I, I it was like you know. I remember oh, sneak, all the sneaking the radio into my room so I could listen to the games because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to. I was supposed to be dad. Dad. Hey, it's too it. late now. Nah, I'm already out of there, bro. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. This has been the after game review for game number 65 against the, uh, oh my gosh, the Anaheim Ducks. I'm tired, man. I'm ready to go. Quack, quacks. Yeah, that's the other thing they kept doing on the watch along is quack, quacks all the time. Uh, Make sure you go and use the promo code THPN the next time you go and use the DraftKings app for a special little offer from them. We'd appreciate if you do that. Also, go look at our our merch store, StarCastDeckerMarksShop.com with some brand new stuff. Some people have been asking about that. You can go and look at that. And uh, if you got anything else, Chris? GG, boys. GG, boys. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good evening.